Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans, get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded live Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I am Nick Tendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew. Mr. Sean Abbott, right over there on the other, right next to me, is the other hairlessly handsome half across the pond of GPN News. Today, we chat about Age of Empires striking back and coming to consoles, no less. No day one Call of Duty for Game Pass, sad day. Achievement Hunters and all things that have dropped on Game Pass in the long two weeks since we recorded. You better sit down. You better buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. Sean, so for those of you who forget, we are playing a new game where Sean guesses the game of the theme song. I, I, did I hand you an easy one again? Was it easy? I don't know. I, I don't know. Your yeah, it, as soon as soon as you could hear <laughs> Kazooie, that was it's just sold easy. Ah. No. Kazooie. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Now, to be honest, as I like, as we came to, as as you jumped on the the Zoom call, I realized, oh. It's like days before Halloween. I really should have chose like a hor- something Halloweeny to go along with that, but I didn't, and it was too late. So you got Banjo Kazooie. So good job. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna start making them harder. I am, but uh, you know. Just the the, the best thing up. with this is be- is the, the the editing the podcast ready for the audio release is so much fun because I can literally just cut the whole intro section because normally what I do is we use a different intro music, um, which is like a little bit of a breakdown of Doom. For the audio side of things, to so those guys, you you usually hear something different to what the live podcast hears. Um, but yeah, they're, they're now getting the whole intro kind of thing because otherwise they'd be like, "What, what the hell is Nick going on about?" So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. Oh man, how uh, how's your week been, pal? How's your how's you how are you feeling? We were off because of a um, lack of voice. So how are you feeling? Yeah, there? well, well, we were off with a lack of voice, and then as crazy fate decides we would have been mm-hmm. off for the lack of somebody being able to not fall asleep at the wheel or have some kind of issue yeah. driving a semi-truck yep. into a transformer so i don't know fate kind of called it but yeah i'm okay um throats it's no longer sore to eat which is nice i can speak Yay. i kind of like I, I completely lost my voice i think i did that little run of scorn and then came off that and didn't speak for a while after that and then I picked the kids up from school and I was like, I tried to speak to the kids as I was picking them up. And I was like, oh dear, this really hurts. And I'm not making many sounds. So yeah, that took a, that yeah. took a good 20, it took a good 24 to 48 hours of um, antibiotics for that to eventually the, the swelling to go down enough that it didn't hurt to talk. So yeah, I'm okay now. But, uh, stupidly busy as we've entered into the period of time where I work, where um, I'm basically selling my soul for money. Um, yeah. Yeah. The sticking sheets on the wall and just basically saying to everybody, if you put your name down for whatever shift you want between the normal shifts you work, you're guaranteed to get it. And when they're paying like after tax, 300 pound a shift, it's like, okay, yeah. I need to go pay for Christmas. So, yeah, yeah, I get you. 
Yeah, it. I, I, yeah, I'm crazy busy too. Ariel dealt. Uh, my daughter dealt with a little bit of your stuff. She stayed home on Monday this week. Couldn't, couldn't get yeah. her. Had to get her back in shape. Um, no, it's Friday. No, it's Friday last week is what it was. Um, so yeah, she was not doing the best, but she's, uh, she's doing a little bit better. Uh, still fighting the crud a little bit, but she's getting there. Um, are you guys doing trick or treating this weekend? Um, we are Monday evening because it's my niece's birthday. We're going to my sister-in-law's, um, and we're going out as a family all together. So nice. That'll be when we do it. I do, I do have a sad story about the pumpkin that I carved. Um, it appears that if you carve a pumpkin from the bottom, spend an hour and a half carving it to look like a very nice, beautiful looking Among Us character, and then leave it inside where it is warm, um, you come downstairs one morning to a huge puddle all the way through the hardwood floor um, oh, no. on the ground floor and mush of a pumpkin. So It just yeah. like melted, basically? Is that what happened? It, I, th- I think it just because it, it was warm and it was sat right within inches of a radiator which is probably far far on my point part um the the back of it had started to go rotten and it just literally just caved in on itself oh Um, no that's the worst it was a really cool among us pumpkin we'll have to post it on twitter so that people can see it luckily it didn't damage the flooring but all the mdf like whether the the skirting or the I don't know the baseboard. I think that's what you guys call it over there. Yeah, the baseboard, uh-huh. like yeah. mm-hmm. where that sat against the, the hardwood. I'd put some really nice like MDF trimming all the way around mm-hmm. to kind of blend it in a bit. Um, that absorbs some of the water and is swollen. So oh, once crap. I'm going to wait until the bad weather's out of the way because I'm not going to bother doing it now because the ground floor gets quite cold anyway mm-hmm. in winter. Um, so when spring comes next year, I've got like a whole all the trimming to replace. All because of a stupid pumpkin. Dang it! Yeah, I mean, Logan's absolutely devastated. He was like, "Oh no, my pumpkin!" Because like he was like he loved that thing. The reason why it wasn't outside is because he wanted to see it every day. And um, you're like, "Oh no, well, my baseboard!" <laughs> no, I'm like, "Oh my god, the freaking pumpkin that I spent an hour and a half." Like, it's the first time I've ever like pro- I call it professionally carving. I was literally like, I remember sitting on the kitchen floor and telling Lindsay, "I've, I've missed a calling in life." It's like it's was, fun, like, isn't it? I literally did it with a flick knife. That's pretty awesome. I, I had I had the little tiny serrated blades that you could uh-huh. use to carve and stuff like that, and that wasn't doing anything. And I used a and a vegetable peeler, which just didn't mm-hmm. seem to be taking enough off. So I just used a flick knife that I had from a previous employer, and just went at it on the kitchen floor. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I I absolutely love carving pumpkins. It's so much fun. I, I said if I could make a living out of it. Um, I would like perfect the skill and do it. Um, I mean, I know some people do, but I probably couldn't perfect the skill enough. But it's it's I really do. I find I find it chill. I don't like detail work much, m- like you know most places. But just sitting there like carving away at a pumpkin does. I'm cool. I can sit there and do that. Like a lot of times when we're carving, the kids will be like, "Hey, Dad, look at this." Hey, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm carving. Leave me alone. I just want to do this. Just don't bug me. You can show me after you. I'm yeah. done. You know. There, there is a level of safety to that, though. <laughs> Stop distracting me when I have sharp implements <laughs> yeah. in my hands. <laughs> yeah. Do you um, want me to be able to hold my hands up and say, look, you're 10 when you get to 10? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I will say it's been warmer over here. Uh, so I made, a, I, I made a Splatoon pumpkin, 
And uh, it, it actually, it was supposed to be like yellow paint on orange paint because I did the whole peel thing too. Now it's more like green paint on orange paint because it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty moldy at this point. Like, I mean, it's only been like a week, but it's, uh, it's pretty good and moldy. So, uh, yeah. So, and ours is. It's just, it's, I say, it's, it's crazy. It's been ridiculously warm here through the day. We seem mm. to be having, like, I think you guys have all had issues with gnats reading back and forwards, back and forth in the discards. And we've been having exactly the same issues as well. The warm weather seems to be prolonging the insect life. So. Hey, can you get to, can you get to YouTube? Uh, yeah. We have, a, we have a YouTube issue at the moment. Um, oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. You know, I mean, dumb people doing dumb things. It's just, uh, it's life. Uh, <laughs> um, so so yeah, we are we are also trick or treating. Um, we are Sonic and Knuckles and Tails and a- a- Amy. Is that right? Are all those Sonic characters Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, and Amy? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I had you okay. going in my ears twice because I gone to gone to YouTube. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I get you. Um, so so yeah, so we are all four of them, and um, dude, we have so much. I mean, it's ridiculous amount of trick or treating. They've already went once to one trunk or treat thing, and now we're doing. Um, now we have like three or four more trunk or treats that we're going to. One on Friday, one on Saturday, and then one on Monday. And I think we'll do some like around the town stuff too on Monday. So. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's our tr- that's our trick or treating schedule. We'll have too much candy, and we'll probably get most of it away. Just I don't know where, but somewhere. Um. So that is that. Sean, yep. do, are you are you able to tell us about events? I am. I'm putting fires out and telling people about events. Nice. Uh, Sean, Sean's doing multi. So for those of you who are listening, Sean is uh, taking care of a of a not very good, uh, not very good internet community member um, who is saying stuff on. on I, that I have be, a, so. I have a big feeling that that was a bot. So, so I oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I'm currently in the process of. Let me tell about events while you take care of that. Yeah, All no, right. I, we, no, it's fine. I can't it. do anything okay. about that from here. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the events that we've got on, you, everybody knows about Achievement Hunters. We know that Deathloop was the current uh, game that we were playing. And the, the time has come that everybody needed to submit their submissions. And they did. We had submissions from Justin, who is our on-the-ground correspondent for Halo and all things Halo. We... We had some intru- some from him. We had one from Ham on Johnny, one from Infinite Two Zero or Infinite Twenty from Twitter, and uh, the Googler King himself. All you guys entered. Uh, I want to take the time very quickly to say that this month's Grand Hunter Award goes to the Googler King because he, he, I think he even outdid me. So he scored the most. He was the one that managed to get the most amount of gamer score. Um, so congratulations to you. And we're going to look at this nice, pretty spinny wheel that Nick has now got up on the screen. And we're going to find out who has won the $15 eShop. Yeah. So this is, again, so this is with four people. Uh, Ninja Lunchbox has six entries. Hambone Johnny has three. Uh, Infinite 20 has 85. Google King has 126. As we've already said, he's the... Achievement Grand Hunter. Here we so here we go for fifteen dollars. Let's do it. 
With a, with that large of a lead, I'm not yeah. super surprised. So Google yeah. King is not only Grand Hunter, he's also the winner of fifteen dollars. Thank you for thank you everybody for uh, entering. Uh, we appreciate it. And Sean, what's next? Yep. What is next? So everybody got very very excited for the appearance of the Persona series coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass and. So why not go with Persona 5? Persona 5 is going to be our next Achievement Hunters game. I will work in the next couple of days very hard to get the graphic out to everybody with all the details. Uh, but going forward from that, we so from today, oh sorry, from tomorrow, which is 10-26, the 26th of October, all the way to the 29th of November, so 11-29. Um, play the game, get some game score, submit the photos to us via Twitter, Discord. You can email it at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com. Just get that to us by the 29th of November. And then I think we have a podcast a couple of days after that at the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we will announce the winners. Hey, hey, Sean, Sean, after that, after that, what game are we doing? After after Persona 5 Royale, what game are we doing? Hmm? Huh? Come on, come on, you should know. <laughs> I'm assuming we'd probably go along and do something like High on Life. Yeah, we're definitely going to do High on Life. There's no way we're not doing High on Life. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm happy for everybody who's happy about Persona 5. It's not really my thing. And actually, to be honest, I thought I would at least play Deathloop a little bit. I watched you play it, and I was, I, I kind of noped on it. Uh, which, to be honest, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of Xbox community did. It was a, like a a flash in the pan. I, I expected it to kind of last a little bit longer in the community, but I don't know. I didn't see a lot of people chat about it for very long. I don't I don't know. You you played it. What 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 were your like? What were your thoughts? Yeah, there was a lot of repeatability issues with it, which wasn't nice. Um, uh, and that, that was to me the, the biggest issue I was having was just it was constantly repeating all the time um, it was very difficult to figure out what you were doing from the get go um, so yeah that was about as yeah. much as yeah so. I, I don't know I you know maybe maybe everybody who wanted to play it had already played it on, on the Playstation I'm not sure but yeah I yeah. just uh, I think we both expected it to have a little bit longer legs, and uh, yeah, people just were kind of like, "Okay, that's a thing. Let's move on." And uh, that's pretty much what. So very quickly, I want to take the time to say hello to Mitchell Mitchell Broil, Bro- Broils far far too far, who's just said he's excited in the chat. He's saying GTA Six to twenty twenty four. I'm with you with that. I'd love to see GTA Six in twenty twenty four. I am all for the Rockstar hype train at the moment. Nice. Nice. Well, all right. That's events. That's what we've been doing. Let's start talking about some Xbox. Yo, big news this week. Age of Empires coming to consoles on January 31st. Do you care, Sean? I'm not sure what you, what um, you think. Real time. Unfortunately, not. Yeah, but it's point-and-click real-time strategy, which those point-and-click games with mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. A, a controller are horrific. It's going to be difficult. But they've been working if, on this one. You know. Yeah, they might have been working on this one, but if I still have to slowly <laughs> scroll across with the analog stick and then have to be precise with the scrolling of the mm-hmm. analog stick, even if you turn up the sensitivity, yep. 
that's going to be difficult. I do. I do not disagree with you in one one bit. I am excited to see what they bring to the table um, because I do love myself some Age of Empires. I've, but I, it's true. I've obviously well, everybody's only played it on the PC because that's where it's at. But I'm excited to see what they can do for the console. I did not think that. Um, uh, two point campus. I thought two point campus was done pretty well to where you could you could manage all the stuff you had. But yes, I get it. The, you need to be a little bit more. You need to be able to be on stuff a little bit quicker. And the map is going to be bigger. And usually things are smaller. And so yeah, this is this is a difficult one for them for sure. That's why I think it hasn't happened yet. But I I would love to see them be able to do it. Um. And I'd love to see it be able to be good. Now, and maybe the other thing is what they're really thinking is, sure, we'll throw some controller stuff in there. But, you know, you can play you can play console games with a keyboard and mouse. So maybe they're really just thinking, we expect you're going to play it with a keyboard and mouse. I don't know. I've, I've never tried to hook a keyboard and mouse to my Xbox. I know it's possible, but I've never tried to do it. So Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't have a... What do I have? No, I don't have a USB keyboard uh, or mouse. So, but yeah, that'd be interesting to see if that could if that could work. Yeah, so. yeah. If if it's compatible that way, then you know maybe they'll maybe they'll get me to do it. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. Age of Mythology coming to uh, coming to PC Game Pass. I don't think they put a date on that, but uh, they just they just kind of announced that it was a, like a hot trailer, basically. Um, so that's exciting. I, I, I'm all in on this Age of Empires news. Um, I don't have a PC that I want to put, um, that I want to put this on. Can I play? Here's a question that I don't know the answer to because I'm the podcast and I should know it, but I'm just going to throw it out there and see if any, see, see what we can come up with. Can I play Age of Empires, um, like, uh, like this new, like, can I play Age of Empires on xCloud? through my pc is that you should be able do? to yeah probably I'm looking this up right now because if i can do that this i mean could be something i would do i'm, I'm surprised with the with how powerful you 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 have like some kind of grand wizardry of a powerful pc compared to the laptop i've currently got sat in front of me um so you should be able to run most of the x cloud stuff quite easy i'm surprised you haven't got the microsoft dashboard on there for games um and they're running it like PC game passes anyway. Oh, I I'll do cloud gaming on here, but I'm not going to put I'm not going to put games on this thing. Otherwise, I'm just afraid it'll muck up the the I mean, I, I it stuff <laughs> renders pretty good and all that jazz. I just don't want to deal with with mucking up the speed for the podcast and and all the other stuff in YouTube and all the other stuff that I render and blah blah blah. And so, yeah, I just that's that's why it's not that I couldn't run it. It's that if I do I'm afraid it's going to slow other stuff down. I mean, other is stuff you, that I care uh, about more. Are your keyboard and mouse Bluetooth? Yes. I wonder if you plugged the Bluetooth dongles into the Xbox, would they still work? I feel, I feel like these are questions that we are supposed to have the answer to. Well, <laughs> these like, are questions that... <laughs> I love it. We're like, I'm, do you know how this works? I don't know. We need to find a freaking podcast or something that has these answers. That's the problem. <laughs> we we could we could trial this. It could be a small experiment. I love it. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I really, you know, I don't know the answer to any of those questions, and I feel like I should. 
Um, why do we ask ourselves questions that we don't have answers to on our podcast, Sean? That doesn't make any sense at all. Come on. What are we doing here? Um, uh, anyways, we're just it's, honest, guys. We're two, we, we, we're we, two, we, guys, two dads that are just talking about Game Pass the best we can. Leave us alone. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, Xbox has a mobile platform now. That's fun, huh? Gonna be able to like, gonna be able to get. So is this gonna work? This isn't gonna work on Apple, right? This is no way it's gonna work on Apple. Uh, it depends. If they're gonna run it as an App Store, then I can't see why they can't push those apps to the Apple App Store and be like, "There you go." Rather than just having an Xbox app to which then you download games from. Because, I mean, Netflix do that, but I can download all the games. If I tried to download the games that are on Netflix Store, it just directs me to the Apple Store and then download it that way. But I get to download it for free. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to work. Um, well, maybe they could. So there was the whole epic battle, right? There was a whole epic battle with Fortnite about, like, listen, they took their stuff off. They said, I'm going to take my ball and go home because I don't like the way you I don't like your rules. They had a lawsuit about it, and uh, I feel like in the end, Epic kind of won that. If I, the way I understand it, I mean, Fortnite's back on Apple, right? Um, yep. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Epic did the hard work. Maybe, maybe they can do this. Um, and if that's the case, that's pretty fantastic. One, it's fantastic for Microsoft that they don't have to deal with the, you know, the the roads already been paved for them. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, I. I would be somewhat interested to see what else. So wh- what this really means is they take they take uh, all of, once Activision acquisition goes through, they take all of Activision's Candy Crush like games and everything that came everything that comes from King. I don't know if there's only Candy Crush. I don't know what I don't know what all the stuff. Um, all they do stuff, lots of different things. Yeah, I figured uh, they take all those games, they pull them off of the app off of like Apple and Android app store and they throw them onto microsoft's mobile app mobile platform and then you have to go there to buy them instead so then so then they don't have to share a fee with whoever whoever they're sharing a fee with now whoever they buy it from which yeah seems like it'd be a lot of money but, but i also feel like somehow that's not gonna work like somehow i feel like that no can, i'm gonna, gonna say candy crush is already a free to download you don't have to pay for it it just it has a it has an ecosystem within the game where you're paying for things like you're paying for an in-game currency to buy boosters. But where do you buy that from? Like, Just does Apple directly get from money? Di- you think no? Okay, directly so. no, d- directly through the app. So I'm assuming that okay. Apple, the Apple's App Store, is basically just the front. But the people that get the money from that is King. But I'm assuming they have to pay kind of rent basically to to have that star on the app store mm-hmm. yeah so if microsoft are going to do the same sort of thing it, it makes sense to to try and be as friendly with apple as you can at this point because they're one of the largest mobile phone providers so yeah but microsoft's pretty huge so you know they're not willing to be like they're not they're not willing or they're more than willing to 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 like nudge their way in or maybe not just push their yeah, way in. Well, say. imagine you're Phil and Mr. Microsoft and Mr. Xbox and you want to make this as readily available as possible. You're going to 
do all the things that you can do to have this readily available as possible and reach as many mobile devices as possible. You don't want to limit yourself to people that just have a Microsoft-based phone or an Android-based phone. No, no, you do, you don't. But I think they're willing to do that in the short term. They're willing they're willing to do an epic if they have to, is what I'm saying. They're willing to say, yeah. hey, Apple, we're going to take all our stuff and put it over here, and then people are going to come to our stuff for that. And Apple's going to say, no, and then they're going to have to take their ball and go home, and then they're going to take their ball and go to court, and then they're going to spend a ridiculous <laughs> amount of money, and then the Kicking ball's going to end car. up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then the ball's going to end up back where it was before, and lawyers are going to have a lot of money. And who knows what the result's going to be. That, that's what I think is going to happen. Well, yeah. From a business sense, I would do everything I could to have it on every platform possible. If you're going to make a mobile platform, you want that readily available to as many people as possible. Especially when you have a massive ecosystem like the, the X Cloud and the whole of Game Pass. You want as you want to be to have your, your basically subscription service available to everybody in their hands all at once. I would agree. As Ebusel says, Microsoft is teeny. Very true. Small little <laughs> scrappy startup just trying to make it, you know? Just Hello. trying. Smaller to... than Sony, apparently. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, if you listen if you listen to Microsoft talk, if you listen to Microsoft talk about their Xbox department, that when they're talking about like acquisition stuff. That's fairly true. They're like, listen, we're like third place. We're basically like non-existent. I mean, there's no reason we can't have this acquisition. We pretty much suck. I, I, That's pretty yeah, much what it was so, There was so much of them talking up Sony and trying to make them feel better about all this situation of <laughs> like getting Activision. They were like, hey, no, look, it's fine. We understand. We're taking one for the team. We'll never beat you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We'll take, yeah. we'll take this one home. Yeah, it's great. And then their PR teams like don't listen. All right. And then it's like it's like totally like they turn around and then they talk to the customer and they're like, "We're amazing. We're the best. We're the best thing. Game Pass is everything. We're like first place basically except if you look at the numbers, maybe we're not, but anyways, that doesn't matter." Um and, then, and then, you know, and then they go back to the court system and they're like, "We suck. We should get this." And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch this acquisition, to watch these like to watch them talk on social media about their product to their customers and talk in a courtroom to uh these 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 i don't know competition marketing agent or associations or whatever and uh and talk totally different about their product so i think it's fun and i'm uh, i'm here to chuckle at it all day long um next to uh, starfield starfield there was a video uh todd uh todd howard came out and talked about uh starfield not really anything worth much other than there's 250,000 lines of dialogue more than any other game by about 100,000 lines Aren't you excited yeah. about all these lines of dialogue, Sean? No, I'm. I'm going. I'm literally looking through the <laughs> other two games. Um, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim had sixty thousand lines of dialogue, and I thought that was too much. The Fallout Four had a hundred and eleven thousand lines of dialogue. Now, depending on what they class as a line of dialogue, like you know, just one word answers to stuff if that becomes a line of dialogue that that's not too bad if you're mm -hmm. going to have a couple of one-liners but jeez yeah 250 lines of especially if that's not voice overed that's a oh, lot it better be voice out well but that'd be a lot to voice over so it's probably not all it's probably a mix of it's a mixed bag i'm sure yeah, um, yeah you, uh, don't, you don't want to get into the realm of talking about voice actors and 
having all no, those. No, we're not touching that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't even go there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that is a lot to. That is a. I don't know. I mean, I. So here's my point to this. I think they are missing. I think we chatted about. It. I think they are not reading the room right. They are pushing this game of like a million planets. 250,000 lines of dialogue. The biggest game ever known to the world. And I don't know, like, as I said to you, maybe I'm in a room full of dad gamers and we're all like, uh, we, we don't have uh, 5,000 hours to play this game. I, I don't understand. Maybe I don't even want to get involved. And so maybe it's just like my bubble of dad, dad gamers that are like, nah, we don't got time for this. Um, but man, it seems like it's a thing where it's like, listen, I don't know that I want a 500-hour game, you know? Now, they did, they said that, and then they did roll it back. A lot like um, Dying Light. Was it Dying Light? Uh, that did that same thing. They said it was, like, so many hours, and then they rolled it back to it much more. They're like, well, the main game can be beaten, like, 50 hours. Like, man, I, I don't know, though. They're pushing how big this game is, and I don't know if that's the marketing ploy to push, but... We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the the direct quote in the Pure Xbox uh, article for this, it says, we've gone back to the basic, to a classic professor-style dialogue. You're looking at the character and how they emote. You have a series of choices here. We've just passed 250,000 lines. That and, and so that's a lot of dialogue. But we've gone through it, and the impact is really there. And that includes my favorite speech persuasion system. It feels like it's part of the dialogue, but you're spending points... To persuade them, it feels natural. I'm in this mode of persuading you get persuading you to get what you to get what I want. Ugh, tripping up over myself there. So they seem very proud of this, but they also seem like it, it it's going to add a lot of depth to the game. Which, mm, if done right, yeah, probably could add a lot of depth to the game. You're going to spend a lot of time haggling for prices on stuff and trying to get things out of people. But still, two hundred and fifty thousand. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a that's a lot that's, that's a lot of dialogue. Um, but you know, I mean, hey, I'm I'm definitely in. I'm I'm gonna play it. We'll just see. We'll just have to see how it how it all rolls out. I, you know, I was thinking. You said what? How, how big is the dialogue? I bet. I bet Zel. I bet Breath of the Wild has two hundred and fifty thousand lines of dialogue. If you count every hi as a as a dialogue, like if if that's like one line of dialogue, <laughs> Zelda Zelda probably says that about two hundred and fifty thousand times. Well, and, and Link, excuse me. And Ebusil yeah, has a really, <laughs> Ebusil has a really good point. Is you might not see all that dialogue depending on the choices that you take in the game. Do you, if you visit all the planets, you probably if you it's if true. you aim to go to every stretch of the game, you're going to get all that dialogue. And hats off to you for chasing that. But if you want to just play through the game, you you find your way through it without having to visit all the planets and talk to everybody. You are you likely to not get that much? Yeah, probably. <laughs> That is true. Net is uh, those are our those are our top stories. There, uh, you know, it's been two weeks, but it's been kind of a. I'm gonna fly through these news bulletins. If you got something to say, you just uh, you know tell me. Just start speaking. Just very 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 quickly off the back like of that. the mobile platform. Yeah, sorry. In the no, top stories, I'm I'm super excited for XCloud to come to Meta. That that, oh, yeah. that system, that system will handle that so well. And they're not doing this as in like, oh, your Xbox games are going to be a native VR, so you're going to be able to sit there and look around in the car for Forza Horizon. You're going to be able to sit there and look at it like it's one huge giant cinema screen struck to your face. Um, 
this is great for the fact that like if I don't want to watch whatever the kids are watching or whatever Lindsay's watching, I can pop my headset on, pair of headphones, and I can go away and play X Cloud games really, really well. Hopefully, really, really well. Um so yeah, that's very that that was just it was off the back of the mobile platform and the whole cloud gaming stuff. So I just wanted to say that yeah, it's coming to the VR world. I am excited that you're excited because when I read this, I was like, who the hell cares? Like, I mean, but but I do understand what you're saying in the sense of like, hey, if I'm playing on my Logitech G Hub, whatever thingamajigger that just came out, that's like two hundred, you know, dollars or whatever, then it is a seven inch screen. But if you can put on the headset, I mean, I don't know, it can be pretty huge, right? You could be playing on a on a pretty yeah. large screen. I, I can or it would I feel can lay like down it if to put it into perspective when i'm watching youtube it's like watching a youtube video on a 70 inch tv dang i see I, i'm understanding this now i didn't get it at first but you're you're and, you know you're and i could be lay i could lay down on my bed and play an x cloud game with a very comfortable feeling controller yeah i i'm seeing this all right all pure right. pure laziness and gaming that's yeah. right. I, I appreciate it. And you don't have to worry about uh, you don't have to worry about your handheld like hitting you in the face. So, you know, nope. because it just sits there. That's yeah, I'm seeing it. Uh, good news. I played a game called Medieval Dynasty. Talked about it two weeks ago. I said it was poopy. Um, but now it has a patch, which, to be fair, I have not played. But everything I have heard is the pop-in is gone. It looks much better. It plays much better. It runs much better. So kudos to them for getting on it and getting it fixed uh that's the that's the way to do it so um if you heard me speak about it last time and you were like i'm staying away from it now you might want to check it out i'm going to try to get to it um but i have playing another game that i'm slightly addicted to that we'll talk about later uh fallout 4 gets a free next gen update with bug fixes hopefully now i can get codsworth to give me a mission and then i can play this game that would be amazing because that's where i had a got stuck yeah. for the first time are you excited to go back and try that? Excited is a is a difficult word, Sean. No, I mean it's just <laughs> such a long game, right? Like, I, like when I started. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, that is the first game I started on Game Pass with Xbox. I was like Fallout Four, heard so much about it, and I really was like, "This is cool. I'm in. Let's start." Um, and then I, you know, you you talk. I talked to Cod. You talked to Codsworth when within like an hour of playing that game. Uh, maybe less than that and uh but i roamed around that world for like probably two more two or more hours trying to figure out what i had to do and then i finally talked to sean and sean's like you just got to talk to the robot i was like oh i talked to the robot i've shot the robot i've hit the robot i was like robot i'm doing it for me. and sure enough it's a bug um so i just don't know if i want to this is this this update next gen update i believe is coming out next year um, there's just so much coming out next year, Sean. Like that's the problem. Yeah, like, um, I mean, as long as we get graphical updates with that as well, because they did, they are slightly, slightly dated. So if we can get some decent graphical upgrades along those as well, that'd be quite nice. Yeah, I mean that's uh, so features for 4K resolution, um, performance mode features for high frame rate, along with quality features for 4K resolution gameplay. Uh, two of the big reasons behind this upgrade, Bethesda says. Also, there will be bug fixes to come as well. So, yeah, I mean, you're definitely get you're definitely getting all those things, um, but we'll just have to see. 
we'll have to see when it comes out and all that jazz. Sims 4, free to play. That's that's interesting. I want to jump. I'd love to jump into Sims 4. I'm probably not going to, but I would love to see what that's all about. I haven't played it yeah, in yeah. so it, long. It's too dangerous for you to be playing two big sandboxing games. Yeah, I can't play two. One, one's gonna, one would die. And uh, so, anyways. Elite Series 2 has joined the Xbox Design Lab. Sean, Sean, when are you getting one? When are you going to do it? You said you're going to do it. When are you going to do it? It'll be after Christmas as a Christmas yeah. present to myself. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I cannot so. wait to see the controller that Sean designs. Very excited to see what you come up with. Um, I'm just excited you can change the color of the light on the Xbox symbol for the home button. I'm just, yeah. So is that is that a design feature or can it be changed to multiple colors while you like any color you want while you have when when you go in to do that you need to go into your device settings and you can control it from there you can pick any color you want any great like any shade of the color as well um and you set it to a profile and because the series two has three profiles um when you change the profile button the, the the x button had changed so you can have it set for like Red for Call of Duty, blue for Forza Horizon, and green for just general gaming. That is pretty cool. I I do agree with that. Um, I just don't have a need for a controller that that's high end. That is that high end at the moment. Maybe I'll maybe I'll find a game and I'll be like, now I need it. But at the moment, I just I, can't find a reason. For what it. game was? Um, I I use the paddles in Plague Tale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the match to the X and Y button. All right. Well, that's cool. I can't wait to hear what you, how you're, how you're, how you're taking on with Blake Dale. That's, that's, that's cool. Uh, Norco and Humankind were supposed to be out this year. That's not happening now. They got booted to 2023 along with every other game known to 2022. Uh, that's not true. Um, no, that's not true. I but don't, a lot of them. Was, didn't he, didn't Humankind get a indefinite delay? Oh, that's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Humankind did get an indefinite delay. That's true. Well, no, Norco has been pushed to 2023 where Humankind yes. has just got pushed. <laughs> that's the that's it that is that is exactly it which is um, sad to see because people were really excited for that game so i don't know they didn't really explain as to why i think they had to go back and redevelop a lot of the engine and ground up kind of design so that's kind of why they've gone indefinite i appreciate you but my man here is going to do something if he's doing anything sports it's going to be like uh it's gonna be like f21 racing or something not manchester united uh, Abby so no. wants to know if you're going to do a Manchester United controller. So no, uh, my my favorite color is green, so that will probably be a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um. So so yeah, that is it. Uh, with oh, with um, in the acquisition watch, acquisition watch. I don't know. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, Call of Duty will be restricted on Xbox Game Pass. Confirms Microsoft. So there will not be any day one Call of Duty for a few years. That's what, no, uh, is that's that, what they said. Can they hold that? Okay, I'm assuming that's from for new games. They can't stop people from having the old games. No, no, that's not day one. Yeah, they're just talking games. So like the next Call of Duty that comes out, this is how I read it at least. We don't really have a confirmation of this, but how yeah, I so read it. So the next it, one that comes out is out in two days, so... Yeah, well, that one's not making that. That one's not going to be doing. So what I'm saying is, no. when the when the they will put that one in 2023 on Game Pass, along with like when the when the acquisition happens, they'll put that one and probably every other Call of Duty after it on Game Pass because it's not day one. 
But the next one that comes out will not be on Game Pass day one. I don't know how long they're going to have to wait. It may be a year. A year seems to be the sweet spot, right? I mean, if you look at Deathloop and a lot of other games, that seems to be the thing where they're like, it's been a year. Now it goes to, uh, now it, now it goes on to game. Now it goes, you know, to Xbox and Game Pass can do. That seems to be the year exclusivity. So I don't know. Maybe it'll wait a year and then be on Game Pass. Sounds about right to me. I don't know. I'm, I'm quite happy. Up. It was... Yeah, I am going to pick up Modern Warfare 2, the, the, the recent release, due to the fact that I believe that that will end up being on Game Pass as soon as the acquisition goes through. So I'm saving myself some money there, and I'll just mm-hmm. wait to play it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm actually excited for the campaign on that one. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. So, like, uh, I was just looking at Ghostwire Tokyo, because I know that game is definitely coming to Xbox, but it, it was another one of those games that was already inked as an exclusive um so that game came out in march 25th so we'll have to see we'll have to see what happens to that in march of next year see if it if it's like an exact year so anyways um but yeah i mean uh this definitely is a bummer for hardcore call of duty fans um you know that they don't they don't want to have to wait i mean they don't want to have to wait for their deal so uh that that may dissuade some people from from Game Pass that were previously like, hey, I'm definitely on Game Pass for Call of Duty. Um, but if they can't have it day one, they may not be interested. So, Yeah, but you're still getting a back catalog of games, mm-hmm. which if a lot of people get the back catalog of games, especially for Black Ops 2, if you can get Black Ops 2 with all the multiplayer niceness, um, that's going to that's, that's gonna do well for Game Pass. Because mm-hmm. that, I mean, to date, I think that game is still like, 40 45 pound to buy a pre-owned copy of so yeah yeah i would imagine there's some so it's uh modern warfare no war zone is the is the battle royale free free to play yeah so like war zone is gonna have some awesome game pass perks i would almost 100 percent guarantee (laughs) yay like that would be my that would be my thought like they're they're gonna do that that might drag me back in yeah, so, yeah, cool. Yeah. I will, like I said before, I will play the campaign ones. Um, I am not, I'm not jumping into, uh, not jumping into any of Warzone. I don't want to get beat up. It makes me, hurts my feelings. So I get beat up enough in Splatoon, Sean. I mean, Splatoon. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. That's, um, th- that's on Emily's Christmas list. It's Splatoon free. So I think mean, I'll probably dabble with it a little bit once once we've got that so yeah yeah all right uh what's coming to game pass what has come to game pass in the last week last previous week and this week um so persona 5 royale which we kind of already talked about dropped on friday is um out and able to play um uh, not a Sean or Nick game, but happy for all of you who are happy that it's uh, now available on Game Pass. Phantom Abyss. Sean, did you play this at all? No, uh, I played very little due to being very busy, so I haven't had Fair an option to because this looked like it was a free-running kind of game. Yeah, yeah, this is a really uh, a really interesting game. Well, I guess I, I did play it, so I guess I could save it for what I've been playing. But um, yeah, I'll just save it for what I've been playing, sorry. Um, the Amnesia Collection. I don't 
know a whole lot about it. Horror retype stuff. Um, Plague Tale Requiem. Haven't <laughs> I haven't made it to it yet. I feel so bad about that. But uh, Plague Tale Requiem is outright is out now. Uh, been out since uh, last Tuesday, last week. Um, coming out in two days. Frog Detective, the entire mystery, and Gunfire Reborn. I'm actually kind of interested to jump into Gunfire Reborn. Um, is it, It's a level-based adventure game featuring first-person shooter, roguelite, and RPG elements. Players control heroes with various abilities to experience diverse build gameplay. Um, I, I watched a... I watched a uh, a trailer on it, and I don't know. It just looks really good. I I definitely think I'll pick it up and play it for a little bit, uh, and see see where that takes me. Um, and then uh, I don't really know anything on on frog. Yeah, detective, frog, frog detective. Literally, looks like you're a frog and a detective, and there is a mystery to solve. The Haunted Island release. The game was one hour long. Oh. Um, wow. So yeah. Do I have a monocle or like a detective hat? Um, it looks like you have some kind of um, spyglass. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. All right. Magnifying Fair enough. Glass. Fair enough. Fair enough. It passes then. I'm good with that. Um, as long as I got one of those two, uh, I can handle. I can handle that. Uh, Signalis comes out also on the what's the 27th? I should not. The 27th. Yes, 27th. So. Um, that one is, I didn't write, Signalis is set in a dystopian future where humanity was colonized, the solar system and totalitarian regime maintains an iron grip. I just wanted an idea of what it was. Do you think I got that? Heck no. Heck no, I didn't get that. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, I I, that, that, that one has slipped through the net for me. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Next week, we can look forward to Legend of Tianding. Is that how you would say that, Sean? Tianding, yeah. Um, okay. It's a side-scrolling action game about Liao, Liao Tianding, the legendary Taiwanese folk hero. Um, you get to explore dozens of streets of colonial uh, Taiwan. Taiwan. Um, it looks quite interesting. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm just looking at images. It's uh, I don't know how the battle system is for it, but it looks like it's a side scrolling kind of talk your way through a little bit of RPG kind of, kind of look. Um, you got a 95% um, on Game Facts, so nice. nice. Um, Ghost Song is the next one for next week. Uh, on a desolate moon, this is a two, this is a 2D, uh, kind of platformer, looks like a adventure action game. Um, journey beneath the surface on an atmospheric 2D adventure of self-discovery, ancient mysteries, and cosmic terror. Explore winding caverns and acquire new abilities to unearth the aliens world's long buried secrets. So. You see why? To me, that looks like it has. This is a humble games game. It um, is. Yes. It looks like it looks like it could be a bit Metroidvania. Could be. Yeah. It could. It could have that. I could see that in it. Um, Metro. Uh, humble games and Game Pass are are good friends, aren't they? Well, there's a yeah, lot definitely. of humble games on Game Pass for sure. Definitely. Yep. Um. 
lost my page, sorry. All right, uh, do you know what's going on new in, in Games with Gold? Because I don't. Um, I think Windbound is still there, and that's there until the end of October. Uh, Double Kick Heroes has disappeared, and the only other game is Bomber Crew Deluxe, I believe. It hasn't I don't I haven't seen anything new teased as of yet. So, gotcha. And going away in six days, six days we are losing eight games. Alan Wake's American Nightmare, Backbone, Bassmaster Fishing 2022, Nun Guns, Doppelganger, uh, Project Wingman, Second Extinction, Sniper Elite 4, and The Forgotten City. I have heard that you should play through The Forgotten City. It's six hours. People are saying it's a really good game. It takes about six hours to beat. It's kind of a, a, a Roman detective type game, and I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I plan to play it, but I have not gotten to it yet, but... The word on the street is, that's the one to not miss. Uh, also, with the remastered version of Alan Wake coming, um, to get a taste of how the game might play, I'd definitely jump into American Nightmare because that was... They ironed out a couple of the issues from the first game, which I'm hoping they have carried that over into the remaster. So Nice. Nice. All right, and with that, that ends all of what's going on in all the top stories, news bulletins, and Game Pass. Let's go to the Xbox Spotlight. You know, I, I will go first, as my list is very small, because I have been far too busy to play games. Um, I'll start with the non-Xboxy-related stuff, because that, I have played more of that than anything else. Um, due to the, the Mario trailer dropping, um, Logan wanted to play lots of Mario games. So I thought I'd introduce him to Mario Odyssey. He's been doing very well with uh, Super Mario 3D World on his DS. So we started playing Mario Odyssey. He was Cappy. I was Mario. Um, we rolled credits in about four days. <laughs> nice. Good job, guys. Did you start a fresh so... save and do everything from the beginning? Yeah, cool. I had a That's save awesome. that had 986 moons, I believe, mm -hmm. something like that. And I deleted it just to play it with him. Oh, <laughs> that was nice of you. So now what we're doing is we're kind of going through and we're getting all the odd little bits. Um, it's teaching him a lot about um, how to control Mario in a 3D world. So I'm kind of hoping sure. mm -hmm. once, you know, once a new one comes out, he and because of the, the switch that he's getting for his birthday, he might actually start playing it. Uh, and then off the back of that, he wanted to play different Mario games. So because of the NSO expansion, I went all the way back to the NES and let him like have half an hour playing each Mario game. Um, so he did Super Mario Bros., uh, Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, he wasn't keen on Super Mario Bros. 2. Yeah, he no, that's preferred. Fair. It's good, man. One Got and, good taste. One, I can appreciate it. One and three. And then we jumped to the SNES um, and we played Super Mario World, which he liked that because you could be you could you got Yoshi in the first level. Yeah, yeah. Um, he enjoyed that. And then we jumped to the N64 and let him rip on Mario 64. And he loved that by a long shot. That was like the one he played, and we he played it for a good hour and a half. I think he got to eight eight stars with very little help. So Good for him. I I commend him. Uh, God yeah. God bless the, the, him the for camera, liking the, Mario sixty four. 
yeah, the camera issues didn't seem to phase him too much. So it was nice. It was just, it was good to see it. Lindsay locked herself away in the bedroom because she was doing her, um, she had a, an assignment that was due that was 5,000 words long. So she kind of like just locked herself in the room and, I was, and it was a really crap day outside weather wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of just went, you know what? Let's do that. Let's just sit on the beanbag together and you can go for as many different Marigans. And it was a good day. It's a good day. That's fantastic. Those are good days. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, God, I wish it was nastier because I just feel like sitting here not doing anything and I feel bad that that's what I want to do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I actually look forward sometimes to the rainy Saturdays and I'm like, yes, I don't have to feel guilty for sitting here when I feel like I should be outside doing something with the kids that doesn't involve TV. That's my confession. There you go. And then the only Game Pass Xbox related game I've been playing is I started Plague Tale 2. After the back of you going on and on about how great Plague Tale was and how it was great watching and the name of the main female character slipped my mind. Aria, Arania? 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 Hmm. Arania? I can't remember either. I'm sorry. I haven't started you playing watched it how, Yeah, you watched how she grew right, and, and mm-hmm. like how it yeah. was very... So I went and played that. First impressions were this is very much Xbox's version of um, The Last of Us that you are a there oh, yeah. isn't you don't have you don't have don't have many weapons you can just kind of stun people with rocks that kind of stuff the puzzles i'm really enjoying um i'm still yet to try and fully understand what on earth is happening to the young boy who his name is hugo like hugo, i don't yeah. understand like the oh, what's the name of the thing that's wrong with him uh, uh i don't know he has the the rat thing yeah I don't, like I'm trying to figure out why it's so important that the rats are coming to him. I haven't figured that bit out yet. Okay, I mean, the so, f- just started the third act. So what you're telling me is, it's um, it, you need you should oh the macula, the macula, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. definitely need to have played the first one to fully understand the story for the second one. I, that, you, that is apparent within the first. 10 minutes of playing the game. Amicia is her name. Am- Amicia. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's interesting. I I really am excited to play this game. I promise. <laughs> and I'm going to play it. God bless it. That's all I got to say. So, but yeah. Um, the controls for it are great. I like the, the sneaking element, which is quite heavy from the get-go um, of the second one. You kind of, you end up getting up to this little castle area and you, you kind of had to play a game with the older brother, whose name I still can't remember. So bad with names. Hugo, recently. isn't it Hugo? No, Hugo's the boy, isn't he? This the younger one. Oh yeah, the young. Oh, oh, I don't know who's still with you at this point. Um, yeah, so I don't you've know. Got the, his mother, name. the mother, the mother, yeah, the mother, an older boy, Hugo, and Amicia. Yeah, I, uh, he's probably the medicine, the the medicine. Yeah, he's guy. an alchemist. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the alchemist. alchemist. I can't think of his name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's not their brother. So the, the, uh, okay. But he's so he, they, yeah he picked him. They picked him up in the last journey. Ah, uh, right. So you you kind of start off just exploring an area near a castle, and it instantly teaches you how to sneak and how to like stay out of people's views, which is you know you need that for sure um and then you go yeah it's good i'm enjoying it the graphics are really nice it plays really well um the puzzles are good the the strategy for getting through situations is really really good as well so hmm. yeah that's that, all i played 
that is interesting to me. Uh, I kind of wondered how that would, what that would look like. Um, just because in the first game, you start off in that same way, but by the end, you're like, you're like just slinging stones at people, right? And you're just like, like in the beginning, you're the only option you have. So it's like, I wondered if they would start her off in that same kind of like BA way of like, she's just slinging stones and, and, and taking out people. But it sounds like they, they kind of they kind of like like put put her back down to to uh, to just doing stuff secretively. Um, yeah. So in, in the first, so that, within, that'll be an with, interesting transition. Within in the second act, you go from sneaking and slinging stones to stun people and knock them out. To you can mix sulfur and alcohol together to make you know flames and stuff like that. With your slingshot, you can set fire to the rocks, and because you need to clear the rats, so there's a See, little bit of crafting element to it there. That's the part that, like, so they're they're trying to pick up, they're trying to pick up, like, as I as I've as I've read, three months after the 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 first game, right? And yeah. you learn all those things in the first game, so it's like. Is there a story beat to why now she doesn't know how to mix sulfur and alcohol to make fire? <laughs> you know, like, like I guess um, that's you the just, part. There's, there's no ne- there's no necessity for it in the first two acts, or that within the first act and a half, there's no necessity for you to have that because it's daylight. Okay. They they instantly drop you into the darkness and the rats come. So then you have a need to be able to set fire to. Yeah, and to, she's not like oh. Stuff. We need to learn how to. As long, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm even more interested now just to see they, how they do that transition. They, they, they even say, "Oh, remember, we can, we can use sulfur and alcohol uh, to yeah. do this." And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, they, so it sounds like they've transitioned that really well. They have literally gone from one game to the next in yeah. one really, really good transition, there, which is nice. It's nice. I like it when a game does that. And it doesn't kind of have to make you relearn everything all over again. Yeah, because that's the worst, right? Like you're like, wait, no, I did this in the last game. I should know all this stuff. <laughs> like I learned yeah. it all. It's the only downside I ever have to a Metroid to uh, an actual Metroid game is that you know, in previous versions of the game, you could speed run, you could do all the fantastic jumps and stuff, and it's like, oh no, Samus has lost all her powers again, and you've right. got to go and right. find them all. So yeah, I that that's the only turn off I have with Metroid, but obviously. The game would be far too easy if you could be fully powered all the way through. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a be- it's a beautiful game. It's really nice. Um, I I can't wait to play some more. Which is like once everybody's back at school because it's half term here. So once everyone's back at school and I'm not working as much, I will definitely be to be making my way through that. Cool. Um, I play. I finished Costume Quest. Um yester or the last week and i am excited about that game if you are looking for a fun um for a fun halloweeny game that's not too scary that you can play with the kids uh man this game this game is a blast i mean the writing is hilarious it's spot on um it's not too difficult to play you you know as long as there is some spots where you really do you really do need to go around and and try to fight all the enemies kind of like you know to get to get leveled up um the last boss is a little tough i'll 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 say that that was that was the toughest one or second to last actually um 
and, but yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, game is the game is just such a blast. So you're you're this kid who loses his sister, and you have to you're trick or treating in this neighborhood, and you have to go around the neighborhood and try to find them. When you knock on the door, you might get candy, which you can use to buy upgrades, or you might get a monster, which then throws you into a turn based battle. <clears throat> and there's secrets to find in the in the neighborhood. Uh, you gotta go certain ways. You get new costumes, which gives you different abilities. Um, it might help, it'll help you traverse the neighborhood in certain ways to get to secretive areas. Also, you can, that's how you choose who you want in your party. So you might want like the robot and the unicorn, which is pretty hilarious. Or, um, or you might want like the ninja and the spider. I don't know, man. It's a really good game. Costume quest is great. Um, don't let that one pass you by. Uh, it, take it took me oh i don't know six eight hours six not 68 six to eight hours to beat it um and it's a lot of fun uh i i picked up minecraft not picked up but i i downloaded minecraft dungeons for me and noah um and he is absolutely loving that game so uh we've we've played just the first little bit of it not not very far at all but we're having a lot of fun with that game um also uh, let's build a zoo. We started a, me and Ariel started to play that game. Uh, this is a top down logistic strategy game where you're, you're putting down, uh, cages and getting animals. I will say the one interesting side of it, that's kind of fun with a, with a kiddo is to be like, um, you get, you find an animal, there's a morality side to it. It's like, Hey, we found this animal we could just put it for free in our zoo and we'd make more money or we could tell we could put up signs in in the neighborhood and say we found this you know this animal and see if that person needs it and the choices you make affect the your what what is available to you later on in the game and so that's kind of fun. It's it's fun. It was fun to be there with Ariel and be like, hey, do you, you know, what do you think we should do? We'll make more money and we can get those things you want. But do you think that's the right thing to do? Um, what would you want? To, what, you know, what, what would you want somebody to do if that was your, your dog or whatever, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that, that was an interesting piece to it that I, that I did not know. And finally, where I have spent 97% of my time, <laughs> I'm slightly addicted, uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. I'm People are like, oh my God, are you kidding me? That's what you're playing on the Xbox? Yes, that's what I'm playing on the Xbox. And I absolutely adore it. It is such an easy, just chill game. I'm upgrading all my people. Um, I'm getting everybody in my town. I'm opening up all the areas. I'm collecting all the stuff. I have chests everywhere in my house, Sean, because I have like the max amount of all the different items just in case I need them for a quest. Um, I don't have to like wait anymore. I just like go to my little box. Um, they just opened up another event, the the villains event. Uh, so Scar is now in the town. Uh, I'm I'm working I'm working through some stuff, working through his quests. Uh, yeah, I I I. This just this is this is a chill game. And I will say this: I actually am not a fan of the designing in this game. It's got it's got a real issue with the design. Um, what I like to do is collect the stuff and upgrade the relationships of the people to get them to 10. That's, that's what I, that's what I like to do when that happens. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it to play it for just like, if, if the event doesn't unlock a new character, 
I don't think I'm going to care, just to be honest. Um, the design, the designing aspect in this game is not very good, and the dialogue in this game is not very good in the sense that, like, they just say things. It's like they just spew crap out of their mouth. And it doesn't matter in, if the context fits, right? So it's like Minnie will be walking by and she'll be like, oh, the flowers need the rain today. And I'm like, dude, it's not raining. Like, what are you, what are you, like, this rain's going to be great for those flowers. And I'm like, it's not, it's not raining. Or you'll like go up to somebody and be like, hey, let's hang out because you get like extra points if you hang out with somebody while you're foraging and, and collecting stuff. And they'll be like, that sounds great. Let's do that. Okay. See you later. But yet they follow you. <laughs> just like, I mean, <laughs> like, like there, it has its issues, but, but it is yeah. in, you know, early access or whatever it is. So they're not, they're not horrible I, issues. Go ahead. I do have an interesting stat for you. Uh-huh. Oh, you did not look up my shit, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked up your shit. Um, <laughs> do you want to take a guess? No, <laughs> no. Do you, 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 you are seven minutes over three days. I said it was a lot. Okay. Wow. Really? No way. Yeah. That's gotta three, be a three days, no hours, and seven minutes. And you were that's last online it. playing this four hours ago. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a legit truth. I can't argue with that part. Man, are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? The, the, you've unlocked two out of fifteen achievements. You only have a hundred yeah. gamer scar in this game. So I know. isn't that three, hilarious? Three, four, 24, 48, 72 hours and seventy. Yeah, 72 hours and seven minutes, and you've only unlocked two achievements. Man, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm a glad, shitty gamer. No, I'm just glad we didn't do this for achievement hunters yeah. because that's that's interesting because you, you, are, you, I mean, I know how into this game you are. I won't go into how I know how into this game you are. <laughs> oh, you can but, say it. I made a spreadsheet <laughs> to figure out which crop gave me the most money. It's cool. I, I'll own this crap. That's fine. Yes. No. So I, made I know. A I know. And, and you're doing that because you want to get everybody to, to and it's level 10 is the maximum you can get everyone. To. So yeah. you want to get uh -huh. everyone to the maximum level because that unlocks more stuff for you and mm -hmm. it benefits yeah. you in a, in a way where you get double the amount of stuff while you're foraging, you get more coins, you get this, that, and the other. So that's fair enough. So for somebody that's doing that much foraging, that much planting, that much crafting, mm -hmm. and that much making lots of people friends, I'm surprised that you've only got two out of 15. Not has nothing to do with you as, right, as, no, as a gamer. That's, no, yeah. that's the game. I'm surprised that the game has only got 15. And I'm surprised that it's taken you that much. I mean, the two achievements that you got, one of them's for um, photographer, which means which means you've taken 50 photos. And the other one is Goofy Investor. So you've unlocked all of Goofy's stalls. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's uh yeah, that is interesting. And you know, I just unlocked um was that a no, I don't think it's a spoiler. I just unlocked Wally's I just unlocked all of Wally's garden too, which which is funny because unlocking goofy stalls costs maybe twenty five thousand. Uh no, more than that, I guess. But anyways, unlocking Wally's stuff, there's like seven of them and they go up ten thousand each time and they start at twenty thousand. So like that cost that cost a ton of money and I didn't get anything for it like there was no it didn't pop an achievement at all so um, I just yeah yeah I, I don't know how that works but it is a game that I that I am absolutely loving I will say um, when this game dropped there was a lot of issues on on Switch about freezes and all that jazz and I did not have any but in the update 
in this villains update that is not true i have i have had about three freezes since the update um and none before so um so something it's not horrible and the game saves ridiculously often so that's great it, it hasn't really like affected me in any way but uh something in the update did affect xbox in in at least some way but that's where i'm spending most of my time <laughs> anything else before we go to the party chat sir uh no that's it i mean i i i'm i'm gonna struggle going back to scorn um I find, oh, yeah. i'm finding that game yeah i'm finding that game frustratingly difficult so mm. but i'll keep trying i'll keep trying i can't I, I there's no way i'm able to play with the kids at home that game is just too to, to, to play around the kids so, yeah yeah like me yeah. can't play around me i'm playing that game that game looks yeah <laughs> I, would, I mean i'm just listening to you and justin in chat be talking about like pulling stuff out of your stomach and, and weird shit and i'm like mm, yeah no i'm yeah. i'm out out for sure all right on to what you be talking about as a community so we we have three questions Sweet. We have one that can we one that came from the episode that didn't happen, which we should name the epi this episode the episode that didn't. I don't know. I'll think of something way later. It's one o'clock in the morning. It sounded really good um, when I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the first question comes from Mr. Zablank. This is the one that was coming to us two weeks ago. What are your opinions on game editions these days? It seems to be the style that every fucking game that launches with two or three different editions and you have to stress about which one to buy and never let being teased to pluck down $90 for a game. Like, what's our take on this? Hint, hint, Mario Rabbit. Or, I guess, Xenoblade. Like, a lot of them. Um, he's it's not wrong. Dreamlight Valley did it. So, you know. That's true. That's true. They did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, that's a good question. I, you know, I don't. I don't plunk down for the for the biggest for the biggest baddest selection in the beginning. I just I just don't. I, I do find it annoying though because it does like I do know that there's if I like it or something I'm probably going to end up paying more money in the end um, than if I just plunk down the money in the beginning. Um, and it does give me anxiety. I totally agree with John on that. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I'm. Uh, th this takes me into the whole DLC debate because to me, if you're going to sell a game at three different tiers because you know you're going to be later on releasing some shit for this game, don't make me pay more for it because you know, obviously if, you, if you've got the ability to, to have it stuff, working on stuff still for this game and it hasn't come out with release don't fucking release the game because the, just, that just annoys me and I'm going to get I can get really mad about that because Lots of games do it now. Lots of games I like do it. Mario Rabbids, um, uh, Dying Light did it. You there's a there's a standard edition. Farza does it. FIFA does it. It's like if if you want people to, you know, either make it so then the game is just sixty seventy dollars rather than I think I saw Mario Rabbids today for forty two pounds. So it's like rather than it being just forty two pounds, make the game sixty pounds. Everybody gets everything for sixty pounds. Oh, and oh, make the game sixty pound, and then later on release the DLC and be like, okay, if you want it, you're gonna have to pay more for it. But to to kind of say, buy the standard game, you have to pay for the DLC later. Buy this version of it, and you'll get the first DLC, maybe this really cool looking gun. 
I'll buy the third one and you get everything free from later on. And here's extra like six different skins and two different guns that you can't get unless you buy this version of the game. It's just, yeah, it, it makes me unhappy. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because in my mind, this is more like um, the evolution of DLC. So like when DLC first came out, that's exactly what happened. The game came out and then, and then it just seemed like a, a month or two later, they were like, there's DLC now. And people were like, what the hell? We just bought this game. But now they're like, well, listen. Now it's like, listen, this is the game that we wanted to put out right here. This is the Mario Rabbids game. But we have created more content. And if you so choose to want it, that's going to cost extra money because it's not really part of the game that we put out. Yeah, but that, get, that stuff isn't available right at the at the release of the game. That's the bit that annoys me. Well, but it, like in Mario Rabbids, it is in most of, it, what in what John is talking about. It is. It's these games where it's like, listen, do you want the deluxe, the gold, the the platinum, the you know murky bronze, the slightly shaded Tinted. silver? I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah, but there's like you know there's multiple different ones. It's like sixty, eighty, a hundred, and you're like, I, I don't know. And and that but that is the thing where it's like God I don't I don't know if I'm gonna want a hundred dollars I don't always go back to DLC like I I just don't like it just doesn't um, I mean I mean the the best example is Animal Crossing a game of which I've put many months literal gaming months in and the DLC came out and it was every freaking thing we wanted we sat and talked about all these things we wanted and it was all of it and I was just like meh you know I'm kind of done with that. And I, I never went back and finished it. It just, it just, I was, I was done and I moved on. And so it's like, and so I get what John's saying. It's like, well, yeah, I will love this game, but do I want to plunk down $90 for a game that I might just be finished with after the $60 version? But if I'm not, then I'm going to probably end up paying $60 for the deal for, for the DLC or the, you know, the, the, to unlock the other edition because I didn't purchase it up freaking front. So, so yeah, the the free versions they've got is standard edition, cosmic edition, which gets you includes full game and additional downloadable content, digital content, or the gold edition, which just says includes includes full game and the season pass. So I'm yeah. assuming the season pass is for the digital stuff that's available now, but also says to me that because you've bought a season pass you'll be able to get stuff that's available in the future for no further purchase price. Oh, so that's what you're saying. You mean, okay. I, I do somewhat see what you're saying there because it's not, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, it's not available. All right. I get it. I thought you meant like the option to buy it wasn't available now, but the content isn't yet available. So you don't really know what you're buying, which I guess is the other problem, right? You don't entirely yeah. know what you're about to purchase or what you have purchased for the future. That's it, because it's you, you're investing in playing that bit of the game later on. So, yeah. which yes, if you if you've put that money down for the game, you're probably going to be, be playing the DLC later on. But if yeah. you put money down for the game, play the main game, and aren't initially turned on by the main game, and then don't go back to it, you're screwed. And that game, you can't sell that game on with the because you've already claimed the code. That game then becomes useless to everybody else you you'll have the gold edition but you won't have the availability to have the rest of the stuff that came with the gold edition so for resale value if you're not happy with the game you you'll never recoup your money ever 
that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, but we, let's let me let me tell you, I am I am liking that game. Um, but we'll talk more about that next week when you've played it a little bit. Um, if you get to it, then. Um, I pro- so. I probably won't get this game until sometime mid December, unfortunately. Well, so. freaking a, Sean. I guess I'll just say I really like it, but I think it's they've upped the difficulty. And I think it's it's a bummer because it's it's a little too hard for my kiddos. It just there there's more there's more moving parts in this one than there was in and this isn't a this isn't a cut on the it's not a knock on the game. Um, it just they've made it a little bit more difficult than the first game, and so it's it's a little bit harder for Noah to be like he's kind of he's kind of just like Dad, why don't you play and I'll just watch, which is fine. The game is great, it's fun. I love the fact that it's it's like uh like a um. Mar- Super Mario 3D World kind of open worldy kind of thing where you can run around and uh, in the in the world and and you trigger battles that way instead of this linear like here's a flag start a battle um, so I'm I'm all in I'm only through the first world but I'm I'm absolutely loving it so that's awesome. Well, the second question, and I'm a little bit excited for this question because I like I was thinking about this earlier. I was around at my friend's house and I was discussing like the questions that we get sometimes get asked because he asked how we were doing. Um, it's come from Hambo and Johnny. Um, I think this is the back of like Nintendo being very close with Lego at the moment and they bring things out like the amazingly huge Bowser, which you know the dads after that guys have have built and it looks great. If Lego ever does a partnership with Xbox, what builds would you be interested in? And he says, the sky's the limit. He just wants to hear our best ideas. So my dream, life-size version of the Series X with working lights, and you can open it up, and inside there's homage to all the different games that are like available with Xbox. So you're going to have like a Doom Guy section that you have to build, Halo section that you've got to build, um, you know, a death loop section. So all the game, all the big games under Xbox, like Forza section where you like have to build the car on a stand and things like that. So you open it up and it's just like wall to wall homage of all the different games. That's pretty sweet. It's like, and I got that off the back of the idea of um, the guy's house, house that I was at. He's getting, he's big into his Lego. He has the um, T-Rex scene from Jurassic Park. He had that, he literally just finished building that and it like, the car that was upside down, the T-Rex that burst through the fence and stuff like that. Um, he had Thor's hammer, which had all the different uh, trinkets inside from the Thor films. So you got the Tesseract and stuff like that. Um, and then he showed me the next Jurassic Park one that he's getting. And inside the, the gates for the Jurassic Park gates um, in the pillars, it has like all different parts from f- scenes in the films. And I, that kind of like just sprung me straight into that idea that solid base, life-size Series X. So, you know, it's a good... Like half a meter tall, you with the Xbox logo work like a pushable button that lights, and then you open it up, and inside is all the niceness. <laughs> yeah, um, you you have a much more creative answer than I than I have. So let me let me first say that. Um, I I immediately thought of like a like a a, a life size um, or like a human size uh, uh, Master Chief helmet. I think that would be cool. Um, yeah. and then just going through the stuff like, uh, like a gears, uh, like a gears, the, the chainsaw, the chainsaw gun that they have, 
Um, those were those were two that I was like, especially the helmet. I probably wouldn't get the chainsaw gun, but I would get the I would get the Master Chief helmet for sure. Like that would be yeah. that would be super cool. I'd quite like the Xbox logo. You know, you can get the light that's like a round globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. That that'd be nice, and you'd be able to build that as well. That would be real. That would be real fun, especially if they can make it light up too, like like the yeah. the one on the shelf. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I think all those things would be would be cool. I would love to see Lego partner with Xbox, and I'm sure Xbox would be more than more than open to it. So <laughs> sounds like sounds like Noah's quite happy about that too. Yeah, apparently. Um, I don't know what's going on up there? They're decorating pumpkins for school. I know what's going on up there. So ah, uh, okay. Sounds like the the teens next door are going to sleep. So. Yeah, good. Um, well, the last question is from Bruce, and he says, "Besides Game Pass, can you sway me away from buying a PS5 in February or March?" Well, Bruce, the PlayStation is just a bunch of whiny, bratty, sniveling kids. Okay, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, why are you even going there? I mean, look, look at—I can't even remember the CEO's name. He's whining about not having his Call of Duty. Like he needs a bottle to calm him down. I can't remember that 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 guy's name, and he's all like, "But my people don't have all the stuff. Like you're gonna, you don't want to be in that. You don't want to be there." No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. I'm just playing, Bruce. <laughs> I would never tell. I would. I would. I would. You know, you got. You just gotta look at the games and know where you want to go. Um, that that's kind of it. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you should you should be with us. I mean, we're cooler than most, but um, I can't I can't uh, yeah. I can't tell you. I can just, the the other thing I was gonna say is if you get an Xbox, you're gonna feel more relatable to the podcast because uh, you'll know the games that that's we'll right. be talking about. Definitely. But um, let's go with this tech wise. Um, Sony has more processing power, but Xbox has a bit has a you know, it's greater output. It runs quicker. The, the quick resume system works very, very well. Apart from it, doesn't work very well with Scorn for some reason. Um, so there's that. Um, you've got access to lots of awesome Game Pass games, which obviously you're saying aside from Game Pass, the controllers are nicer. You can get lots of different design controllers. You've got the whole design labs for the Elite controller. You've got it for just normal controllers. Um, it, it looks cooler. It doesn't look like a giant piece of artwork from Dubai. Yeah, that is, to- that is great. But- that is a great. That is a great call out. It does. It looks like <laughs> it looks like those things you see in big cities. You're like, what the hell is that? And you're like, oh, it's it's art. It's art. And you're yeah. like, no, it's well, not. It's not art. True. It's a true it's to a metal Xbox stick form. in the ground. Is what it is. True to Xbox form, you either get a nice white looking rectangle or a giant black rectangle. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it, is it, it's just down to the games. There's lots of really nice games on PlayStation that I wish I could play. Um, like the Spider Man series, um, the remaster of The Last of Us, God of War. There is a few games on there that I would, but it isn't enough to go and buy the system. Um, where with Xbox, there is a hell of a lot of good games I can play. A lot of the good games you can play, you can get free for your subscription with Game Pass News. And then, like, talk about Halo, Farza, Plague Tale, uh, you know, Deathloop, which you'd have to buy on the PlayStation, by the way. Um, all those stuff's there. I don't know the ins and outs of their subscription service. Um, I, it's still getting slated for not having much backwards compa- compatibility. Um, 
and still not going back to the backlog of games that they've got available to them. So it is really down to what you can get available at the time, because I know over here, PS5s are still quite difficult to get brand new, and people are, because it's Christmas coming up, people are capitalizing on that. I've seen some that are just console disc only as well, consoles. Um, not disc only, but disc versions of the consoles going for like 650 for just the console, no game. Um, so, and I, and I think that's because people are getting savvy to the idea that there might not be a console, a disc version of the console coming in the future, digital only. So the kind of jumping on that, you know, people are going to be paying big money for it, which mm. I think is a bit disgusting, but it's the way the market is at the moment with stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, you got to look at the games and what's available for me. I made the decision on, I liked, I liked the games that, um, that were coming out. Um, now I'll be honest, some of those games are still not out. Um, (laughs) um, I like the games that are coming out. I like the fact that I just pay a flat rate and I get to play a slew of, uh, these games that I want to play. And, you know, I haven't been, I'm disappointed. There's a lot of games that I've been able to play, um, that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have otherwise probably bought or, or all that, or just, I don't know. And so when you look at Sony, you have to look at, are you okay with plunking down $70 a game, you know, for however many games you want to buy from them? Um, what would that have, it probably would have been like three games for me. So, you know, like 210 bucks. Um, and so I pay, I get my ultimate, I always get it on sale. So I always get it for at least $10. Um, so I pay, you know, I paid 120 to play uh, all the games I wanted on Game Pass. So, you know, I mean, it's, just, but it really is up to you. Like I joke about, you know, oh, Sony's a bunch of snivelly kids or whatever. No, nah, they're cool. Like I appreciate the games they put out. They put out some bangers. That's for sure. Uh, they, they fill this, this void of awesome single player campaign games, um, that to be quite frank, Xbox just can't seem to get their hands around that type of a game and, and knock it out of the park. Um, so if that's your deal, yeah. that's the place to be, man. And we will still love you. Um, we will still love you. We hope you still listen to our crazy ramblings as well. Um, but either way, we totally understand. Um, so yeah, play the games you want to play on the console you want to play. That's that's what it's all about. I can't I can't yeah. tell you any more than that. You know what Xbox is. Bruce, you listen to this podcast enough, you know what it is. And if you listen to this podcast and you're like, I like those crazy two people, but Xbox ain't for me, that's cool, man. You go you go play you go play with the Sony people and have a yeah. have a blast. So yeah, uh, I mean Mr. Tim of he's the he's the man of all free consoles. He has the OLED a switch he's got ps5 and he's got an xbox you know he has all three he would probably be able to i don't know talk you down off every ledge with this like which way do you go so you know what i like to say tim has all of them <laughs> sorry <laughs> i couldn't help it and on that bombshell ladies and gentlemen that is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> take us out john <laughs> Uh, everybody thank you very much for listening uh if you want to get in touch with us via any of our social medias you can do by heading over to twitter twitch youtube and facebook if you hit at game pass news you will more than likely get in touch with us um if you want <laughs> if you want any of the cool merchandise 
uh like i know you guys can't see this if you're listening but nick's wearing a really nice snazzy hoodie which he says is very 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 warm and comfortable um head over to redbubble.com again look for us there game pass news buy some of our merchandise thank you very much um if you want to chat with us in the discord head over to patreon.com look for the nintendo dads pay them dollar a month and you can get access to discord or please subscribe to our twitch channel and we will sort you out with the access there uh, thank you very much to the live chat this evening for being involved. Ebisol, as always, you are very welcome and you do make some very good points. And to everyone else, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you later. See you later, guys. Why does it not work? Oh no. Oh no. What's going on? I've broken it.